Hi friend, welcome to episode four of the My Supreme Self podcast. My name is Erica and in today's episode we will be talking all about habits. I'll dive into a few key concepts from a few of my favorite books on habits that I read last year. If you're new here, welcome. This podcast is for imperfect people who don't have it all together but are curious and diving deeper within. I spent the last six months of 2021 healing and I'll be sharing a new episode every day in the month of January. So please be sure to subscribe on Spotify so you don't miss an episode. Before we dive into today's episode, let's check in with ourselves and take a deep breath together. How are we feeling after yesterday's episode? I think dealing with our past can be one of the most challenging parts of healing, but it's one of the most important. And I'm so proud if you've dived into the exercise in yesterday's episode. It's a really incredible step forward in healing. And if you've decided to begin writing letters to people or situations in your past that have hurt you, I want to remind you that it's really difficult to revisit those painful situations and actively allow those emotions to come back. But if you allow them to come back in a safe environment instead of the one you were in when you were in survival mode, you can process them effectively. Usually in heightened stress situations or unsafe situations, your fight or flight or freeze is activated. So we just immediately go into survival mode meaning our body does only what it needs to get out of that scary situation. It doesn't have time to feel sad or anger um, or angry or confused. These emotions come later and we often don't know the root of them because they've been essentially tucked away in our subconscious. That's why healing them when you're ready is so important. And this is just a reminder that it may take some time, so be patient with yourself. Take however long you need. There's no rush or destination at the end. Just know taking that small step towards healing is all you need to do, is to take that first step. If you haven't listened to the episode, I encourage you to pause right now, go back and listen, and then come back for episode four. Okay, let's dive right into today's topic on building better habits. Last year during quarantine, I had a long list of books that I wanted to get through and there were a couple that I read on habits and I wanted to share a few of my key learnings in today's episode. I think this is such an important tool I wanted to include because building new habits can seem daunting at first, especially if you're not really one to do New Year's resolutions that you have these lofty goals for yourself and then you know a week later you're kind of back to your normal routine. But if you make them in small increments slowly over time, your life drastically changes. Um, and you don't have to do anything crazy like you know starting to wake up every day at 4 a.m. and doing a 10-step morning routine. Although, go ahead and do that if that's really how you want to start up your new year. I do feel like having a consistent morning routine does really change the scope of your day. But you don't have to start off doing anything drastic. It really starts with small changes. Our habits really do become your life and the way you do anything is the way you do everything. Our brains were really designed to protect us and not to make us happy so it's easy to settle into certain habits because they're familiar like hitting the snooze button in the morning and getting a few extra minutes of sleep. I'm absolutely guilty of this but I find that if I gain those 15 minutes back and I turn them into a new habit like getting up and making tea or meditating for 15 minutes or journaling or going to go for a walk 
it really is those small changes that make a big impact over time. And it's not about being perfect and doing the same thing every single time. It's about looking at small opportunities throughout the day just to get 1% better every day, which does add up a lot over your whole lifetime. The first book we'll dive into is Atomic Habits by James Clear. I highly encourage you to read this book um, or listen to it on Audible, but I wanted to share James's four tips to building better habits. He goes into immense detail in the book, um, but first, you know, what are habits? Habits are simply reliable solutions to recurring problems in our environment. Habits are mental shortcuts built from our experiences, and James dives into four laws that I wanted to talk about today. The first law of building better habits is, number one, make it obvious. Let's say we want to build a better workout routine. I think that's a pretty common one for a new year. The obvious way to build a better workout routine is to organize a plan on when and where it will take place. So getting really specific on the time and the place and then creating a statement for yourself. For example, during the next week, I will exercise on Monday, Wednesday, Friday for 30 minutes. By putting a place, time, and location when a situation arises and you know exactly what you're going to do, you already have the framework ready before any of emotions of, you know, I don't feel like working out today come into play. And I find that when you define when and where you will perform a new habit, you're more likely to follow through. A lot of people try to change their habits without these basic practices in place, like I'm just going to eat healthier, I will read more, but you don't actually define when and where and how that will take place. You leave it to chance. James talks about the implementation intention, which really sweeps away any unclear or foggy intentions and transforms them into a concrete plan of action. So a lot of people think they lack motivation, but it's actually a clear plan of when and where you're going to make change in your life. So when the moment of action occurs, simply make a plan. Uh, Another one is, you know, I will meditate for five minutes at 6 a.m. in my bedroom every day. Or I will exercise for 30 minutes every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday at the gym or run outside. So I will action for amount of time at place and being specific about what you want will make you a lot more capable of saying no to things that don't support that specific plan. The second law of habit formation is making it attractive. Sometimes building new habits seems daunting and it's not easily attainable, so the idea is to make it attractive. And I think that makes building new habits a lot more fun. Um, But it's not about doing things often. It's about doing them with ease. And so what does it mean to make a habit attractive? The more attractive a habit is, the easier it will be to sustain. And In Atomic Habits, James talks a lot about how habits share the same dopamine-driven feedback loop that you get if you're doing an unhealthy habit like scrolling social media, watching Netflix, eating unhealthy food. They're all associated with higher levels of dopamine. And the same is true with our mundane habits like eating healthy food or drinking water or interacting socially. Dopamine is not just about pleasure, but learning motivation. So when you experience pleasure, 
and you also anticipate pleasure, that's where you can really create an attractive habit. So the anticipation of a reward is actually sometimes more satisfying than actually fulfilling it. You know, this I feel like is a perfect example is when you have a trip coming up, you're so excited and you look forward to the trip for so long and it's all you can think about. You get so excited. That feeling of anticipation is just as rewarding um, as the trip itself. Um, Same thing with like thinking about Christmas and the holidays. You know, most people really look forward to that time um, off or any kind of specific vacation or holiday Um, that feeling is making you more excited. And there's a difference between wanting and liking. James talks about temptation bundling. So you link an action that you want to do with the one that you need to do. For example, if you want to watch Netflix, you bundle that with, before I watch Netflix, I'm going to go through my email box or do some kind of priority work item that you have to get to. So you, again, link the action of what you want to do with the one that you need to do. Another concept in the book is habit stacking and temptation bundling. So after the current habit that I need to do, I get to do the habit that I want. Such as if you want to express more gratitude, but you also want to watch sports on the weekend, you will be able to watch sports after you express gratitude or write 10 things down that you're grateful for. Or if you want to check social media, you can habit stack and say, after my morning work or after my lunch break, I'll check social media for 15 minutes. Or after I check Instagram, I will go on a run or do 10 push-ups or squats or something like that. So the hope is that eventually you'll be excited to do the thing that you need to do because you get to do what you want to do at the same time. The third law is make it easy. Walk slowly, but never backwards. Um, The law of making habits easy is really about how can you make something attainable? It doesn't have to be so drastic and difficult or something that's so far out of reach that, again, you won't do it. Looking at how you can make your goals easier is only going to support you creating better habits. The fourth law is make it satisfying. The concept is essentially that there's no such thing as, for example, a bad workout. It's better to do a bad workout, like doing something as small as 10 squats or five sprints or two push-ups. Anything is better than nothing. So just don't do nothing. Um, Don't let your losses get into your gains. And I think this is a really important one too because... Often if you, let's say, get off to a rushed start to your day, maybe you did sleep in and you skipped your workout, you just kind of think to yourself, well, this day is a wash, I'll get back to it tomorrow. It's better to do anything that, again, supports your goal of working out more or wanting to be more healthy by doing anything working towards that goal. So just don't interrupt the compounding of your building better habits and better goals by doing anything over nothing. Another one of my favorite habit forming books is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. The first habit is being proactive. So really taking charge of your own development, being self-aware, using your imagination and choosing not to be a victim 
or being reactive or blame anyone else, but taking ownership and being proactive about setting better habits for yourself. Habit two is begin with the end in mind. This is a practice that I implemented a few years ago, and I highly, highly can attest that this has helped um, in every aspect of my life, really beginning with the end in mind. What's the end goal here? I find that when you're trying to set new goals or create your own future, you create a mental vision and purpose for your whole week, your whole year. So I think right now, especially as we're entering a new year, it's a really good time to think about what is the end goal here? Where do you want to be in the next year, maybe in the next five years, in the next 10 years, really looking ahead. And it helps you also have a perspective of not getting so caught up in the day-to-day when you know that these small changes and implements implementations that you'll put in place now will help support you with that end goal. You don't really live day to day without having that clear purpose and vision in mind for your life. Habit three is put first things first. I love this one. So tackling the hardest things of your day first or doing the thing that you don't want to do first thing during the day. So prioritizing that and making it the first thing that you focus on. So you're driven by that purpose, not just the thing, you know, you keep putting things off. And again, putting things first that need to go first will really help you uh, be able to get to the more maybe creative or or fun things throughout your day. Habit four is think win-win. In the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen talks about uh, terms of mutual benefit. So you foster... Uh, the support and mutual respect and thinking interdependently, like saying things like we, not me, and develop win-win situations for yourself. So how can you better the collective by putting these specific implements in place? So don't think selfishly, but think about how you can better the collective. Habit five is seek to understand and then be understood. This is also huge when it comes to just general communication. So seek to listen and be curious, ask questions before you try to prove a point or share your side of the story. I think this is a really important one when you're trying to understand anyone else, whether it be a friendship or a relationship or even throughout work. Um, You know, ask follow-up questions, really understand what people are trying to communicate and get through. I think this is a really good one. Habit six is synergize. Effective people focus on your strengths and collaborate with other people and you're okay working with other people uh, to get things done. They say that if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I love this concept too of just thinking about how you can collaborate with other people, play on each other's strengths so you can go further rather than just being a lone soldier and thinking you can do everything on your own. I think is a really good approach to new habit formation. Some other books that I highly encourage you look into for habit formation is The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, and again, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People is such an incredible book to revisit building new habits. As we end today's episode, I want to close with some habit-building affirmations. So let's take a deep breath together and you can silently repeat these to yourself or say them out loud. I am developing new and healthy habits. 
The quality of my life is determined by the quality of my habits. Today, I am moving closer to the life of my dreams through my healthy habits. I can change my life with small, attainable new habits every single day. I have the opportunity to build a new habit at any moment. I'm capable of developing new habits with ease. I intend to build honest, healthy habits this year. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe on Spotify so you don't miss an episode and be sure to subscribe to our email newsletter at mysupremeself.com and follow on Instagram at mysupremeself. Join me tomorrow for our episode all about attachment theory, our own personal attachment style, which has been an absolute game changer in my life and my relationships. I hope you have the best day and I will talk to you tomorrow morning.